Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. Karen Devaney. Welcome to Sugarcoated Murder Podcast in your kitchen. Welcome to my kitchen. Finally. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a minute. minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've both been sick. We've been battling this crappy crud. Ugh. And it's, you know, it's kicking my butt still. I don't understand. It's been almost two weeks. Yeah. And it's still with me, and I don't understand how the body can continue to manufacture the things that it does. I, you know, I, just I often am, wonder that myself. I am. Where is it all coming from? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. There's not enough, even in this body, not enough room for all the no. storage. No. So, it's ridiculous. Yes. So I'm going to preface this whole episode. 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 Okay, we did have a shot of bourbon. We guys. did. We tried a new bourbon because we, we're just trying some. We're just trying some. I'm it was trying okay. to go. I didn't love it, but I mean, I didn't want to go to waste either. Yeah. So I'm trying to go with. I like a good bourbon, but I don't want to spend fifty dollars or sixty dollars on a bottle of bourbon if I don't know if I'm going to like it. I know. So I'm trying it's, to find some of the tricky. nicer bottles. I wish somebody size. would do a bourbon tasting for us. Oh. Would yeah. just really like be come helpful. over and do a bourbon. Yeah, like a flight of bourbon. Please. Let's do a flight of bourbon. Yeah, but anyway, I'm going to try really hard not to cough, sniffle, sneeze, or clear my throat. But wow. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be nearly impossible. That's going to be rough because it's it's rough. The only other thing I can think of is to shove a tissue up my nose while I'm talking. Well, please don't but do that. I'm not beyond that. I know, but I'm not beyond it. Because in addition to the bourbon, we've also made ourselves <laughs> a delightful drink that I like to call. What I think can eat Chesney's test, chest, <gasps> chest. I thought you were going to say his testicles. Chest, no. Oh, my God. Chest must taste like. I mean, still oh, like. Jesus, not like. What in the world? I don't know what's happening, Mama. She is. She's a dirty bird. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this, this definitely Smell was a like. good drink to follow up that bourbon with because it's, it's very tropical, very limey, coconutty. Yeah, and we're at the end. We're at the end of summer, mm-hmm. so we gotta we gotta enjoy it while we can. I agree. I agree. So I anyway, am, um, there I go already sniffling. I, it's okay. Sorry. I have misplaced my recipe, so you'll have to just please hold the oh, conversation. Dear. Well, I'll tell you what I'm making. Yeah, that'd be I, nice. I'd yeah. like to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of have an inkling. <laughs> I am making. Oh God, what do we call them? What do we call them? I don't those? think we've ever named them, but we they're should. kind of like our signature. It's our signature cupcake. Cupcake, what, what anybody in our family who I would wants call us it a tuxedo cupcake. Would you? No, no. I actually wouldn't. We'll come up with something even better. Angel cream cupcake. Ugh, that's so weird. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm going to have to give it some thought. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's our basic chocolate cupcake recipe, which is a no-fail No-fail. If you recipe. ever want a no-fail chocolate cupcake recipe, it's not great as a cake, but i got to tell you, as a cupcake, it is no-fail. Fantastic. Always nice and moist, <clears throat> and no eggs. 
Which is great I if you've got a kid that can't, can't have, have eggs. eggs. Right. Yeah. And it's just your your So basic. Yeah, it's you know, your flour, your sugar, but your agent, your what's it called? Leavening agent. Yes. It's gonna be this is the, the recipe that calls for vinegar in yes. it. Yes. You don't taste the vinegar, trust us, but no. Delicious. It, that's what makes it so light though. So we bake up those delicious little cupcakes and then guess what we do? We fill them with cream like a hostess cupcake. Right. It's like an it's an angel cream. Yes, that's what we And that's the it. one I can't remember what's in. I know it's marshmallow fluff. It's marshmallow fluff. It's got powdered um, sugar maybe. Powdered sugar, a little bit of vanilla, and it's got that um, just a little bit of salt that's dissolved, dissolved in, in hot, hot water. water. Right. And mm. you you run that through your mixer until it's light and fluffy. And then by golly, once those cupcakes come out, you shove some of that cream right into there. You just shove it right up in yeah. there. Now, mm -hmm. what I do, because I don't have one of those fancy take the middle out of your cupcake thingadoos, mm -mm. I we just, just take force my wooden it. spoon <laughs> and I poke up. Poke it down so there's a yeah. hole. Um, and we're going to top these lovely cupcakes off by dipping them in chocolate ganache, the top. Which is so gorgeous. So then you can't see the hole at all. No, and then you, and then where there's that dip, you just fill it up with a little, a little, kiss, a little kiss of that, of that cream. cream. And it just is gorgeous. I can't wait for you guys to see the picture when they are done because they are so gorgeous. They're shiny. They've got this little dollop of white cream. Yes. They're they this rich lovely. dark chocolate and they're just gorgeous. Oh, so. shortening. That's what we're Shortening. And that the, angel fluff because it's not going to be in a go up about some sort of shortening. It's got to have shortening. Have shortening. So, Mama's little baby likes it shortening. It does. The cream shortening. filling does have shortening in it. But, I mean, just it's a only touch. half a cup. It's not that much. Yeah. Trust us, when you taste these cupcakes, your eyes are going to cross. They're so flipping good. They are good, and they are, I'm telling you, they're just gorgeous. Yeah. So beautiful. So, to save time tonight, because, you know, we don't have all that much time, mm -mm. I went ahead and made the cupcakes. And it smells delightful. I'm just going to do the cream filling and the ganache. Mm -hmm. Ganache is very, very, very easy. I know it seems like it, it would be It sounds fancy. It sounds intimidating. But you're... You're just going to take heavy cream or whipping cream or whatever you have. It's got to be a heavy cream, though. It's got to just be milk. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to bring it to a boil on your stovetop. A very light boil. Light boil. Just, you don't want to singe it or because then it's nasty. Once it gets good and hot, you're going to dump your chocolate chips in there, take it off the heat, and just stir, stir, stir until it's smooth. Yeah. Your ratio is going to be, so if I have 12 ounces of heavy cream, 12 ounces of chocolate chip. Yeah. it's So you got to do your ratio, right? In order for it to get the right consistency, because you don't want it to be really, really runny. You don't want it to be runny or grainy. Right. And you don't, and you want it to get shiny. Right. And that's what that cream helps it do is get that shine on it. It's just gorgeous. So once you've got that all together, you take that cupcake and dip the top of it in and let it cool a little bit. And it, then just before you're getting ready to serve them, top it with that little kiss of, of cream filling it's just so good guys y'all are gonna rave about them rave yes it is our most requested recipe it is indeed so that's mm -hmm. what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be making some cream filling that's exciting and some ganache and i like it i really like it yeah all what right. are you gonna be doing while i'm doing all this work in the kitchen i know well, i figured maybe i'll just talk about a murder yeah and drink and i'm gonna drink which i've already been doing because I've already tried to put my hair up twice, but I didn't bring anything to put my hair up with because I already am sweating on the back of my neck because oh. I'm drinking alcohol. Oh, it's okay. No. Don't Do worry I need about to it. find something for no, you? No, no, no. I'm going to tough it out. 
right. Well, I think I've got some super glue somewhere. We can always uh, we can always glue it up. Glue it up. It yeah. Sounds like a great plan. Another drink or two, we'll be ready. Oh yeah, I'll be gluing that shit all over the place. <laughs> all right. So I am going to talk about a murder, right. and this murder takes place in down in Texas. Down in Texas. Down in Texas. So the first thing I'm going to do is talk about this lady. This lady i want to call her a girl because she's 24 but she's a lady she's a lady so her name is Brittany cosby and at the time she is living with her great grandmother annie oh annie i know near houston outside of houston trying to make her way in life she works as a barista at starbucks nice trying to just proceed forward you know you just you you're in your 20s and you're just trying to figure out life yeah <laughs> well, yeah it's very confusing in your 20s it well, doesn't get much better when you're in your 50s but no it doesn't but um you know when you're in your early 20s mid 20s it's all i mean you're just trying to make it you're just yeah. trying to make ends meet so and that's what she's doing she's just trying to make ends meet she had recently bought a, a kia vehicle oh. See, and it, it was kia. yeah and it was her pride and joy because she through her tax money and her earnings that she had saved up, she was able to buy this used Kia herself. Nice. And it was just, she was so proud of it. And I can remember times like that, the first time I ever bought a car with my own money. Yeah. And it, it was really, like, it's huge. You just feel like huge. you're adulting. I know. You're adulting. I actually, when I bought my first car, wouldn't let them, they wanted me to drive it off the lot before I signed the final paperwork. Mm -hmm. Like, they had a couple things to process. And I was like, no, 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 no. No, no. They were like, no, for real, take it. It's no. yours. I was like, no, 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 no. No, it doesn't feel right. I feel wrong. like I'm, I'm stealing this. They really had to talk me into it. Yeah. So, anyway, like I said, her pride and joy. She loved it. Um, it was a big deal to her. It was a big deal. It was just a really huge symbol as a milestone in her life of kind of moving forward. Right. So she has a girlfriend, a life partner named Crystal Jackson. Crystal is the mother of a five-year-old daughter, and she is Brittany's rock. Aww. Together, they're just trying to slay life and enjoy each other. Just get by. And because they're a couple, sometimes Crystal stays with Brittany at the great-grandmother's house. Right. Um, she's raising this little five-year-old on her own there's no father in the picture so her parents do help her with the raising of her child and she does live with them full you know like that's her main residence right is they live with her parents so at starbucks Brittany is very popular amongst her co-workers she found acceptance there in the group even though she didn't always feel overly accepted in her family because of her um gay lifestyle right so this place was a place that she didn't feel like she had to struggle with that acceptance, which is nice. Crystal would often come hang out at Starbucks um, at the end of Brittany's shift or whatever because, you know, she just liked being around Brittany. I don't blame her. I mean, yeah. it happens. When you find your life partner, that's just the way you Yeah, you, you just want to stare at them all the time. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're in your 20s. And their natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> this group of friends, co-workers, kind of became Brittany's Brittany and Crystal, really, they're, it's like their family. Right. So she confided in her co-worker friends that now that she had finally purchased this car, that she could see them saving up enough money to get an apartment, and she and Crystal and Crystal's daughter all living together. Aww. And that was her big goal for the moment. Brittany took a lot of pride in doing everything she could to provide for them. Right. She was like the provider because Crystal was a full-time mom right full time well it takes a lot of time of course it does especially when you're doing it on your own exactly 
So both women look forward to being married to each other and raising Crystal's child, who Brittany at this point looked at her as her own. Aww, she was very so involved in her life and just adored her. Right. Unfortunately, both women are found dead together what? next to a dumpster. Yes, um, in March of 2014. Rude. Very rude. It is highly unfortunate. Wow. So they're next to each other at this dumpster between a food mart and an abandoned hotel. Oh, God. Creepy. Very creepy. Um, and this hotel is on Port Bolivar, Texas. Bolivar? Bolivar. Okay. So it's kind of a remote area. It's definitely a coastal kind of town, which is the kind of coastal town that in the summer, it's bustling with people, mm -hmm. but then in the off months, it's desolate. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, and this was during those off, that was like, this was March. This was kind of in an off month. Right. So, it looked like Brittany had been beaten to death and Crystal had been shot in the head. Oh, my gosh. And then the two women were literally just discarded like trash. Mm. There was lots of debris found around them. There were two sets of drag marks leading to the bodies. Oh. So they could see where they were drugged from somewhere else. Right. Maybe it didn't happen there. But. Yep. There was some blood at the scene, but not very much. And Brittany's head was wrapped up in a sheet. Oh, my. There were some bloody boards found near the bodies that mm. had blood spatter on it. And also, like, more than blood spatter, like, as if it had been used to strike somebody. Oh, okay. So they thought, well, maybe this is the murder weapon for Brittany. Investigators had a lot of questions. How did they get there? It's desolate. You have to take a ferry to get to this place. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where did they die? If they didn't die here, where did they die? Like, how did they get here? Where was the original point of the murder or the attack? Was there more than one attacker? Because there are two different methods of killing. There's one, one was bludgeoned to death, one was shot in the head. Right. And then the next question really was, were they targeted or was it a random killing? Could they have been targeted for their lifestyle? Maybe. For their, the color of their skin? I don't know. I don't either. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's keep reading. <laughs> Let's keep going. Reading my awesome notes that were scribbled like from here and everywhere. Like somebody, it looks like somebody was moving the page, but it wasn't. It was just me scribbling notes. Oh, there you go. So when the police went to Brittany's great-grandmother's house to deliver the tragic news of Brittany's death, Brittany's dad was there at the house. Police felt like the dad was acting a little strange. Mm -hmm. They also noticed some potential evidence, like there was blood on the sidewalk. That somebody had laid some bricks over top of haphazard. Like, uh -oh. Don't look over here under these bricks. Uh -uh. And there was some blood smear in the entrance to the home. Mm. So, but, you know, I mean, sometimes that happens, right? You get a smear of blood. You get a smear. Sometimes a smear happens. Right. You don't know. So, Brittany's dad um, at the time was also living at the house. Mm -hmm. And he had recently gotten out of prison. So he did a 10-year prison stint for sexual assault of a woman. 10 years. Oh, wow. Then he got out right. and then failed to register as a sex offender and went back for two more years. Oh, no. And now he's just gotten back. Oh, maybe yeah. he found Jesus. I sure hope so. That'd be great. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Okay. So the investigators uncovered some contention in the house between Brittany and her dad. Uh-oh. Um, her dad's name is James. And James did not like her being gay. And made a lot of disparaging remarks about her being gay. Like, don't throw that gay shit around here. Oh, what? I don't know. I don't even know how you throw gay shit, but whatever. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff he would say he didn't like it. Um, evidently, he had converted 
to a different religion in prison and became ultra focused on this religion that had a lot of um, really strong views about the homosexual lifestyle. Oh. And he was very much opposed to it. I understand. Yeah, evidently. 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 That's all I can say. <laughs> also, there was some jealousy over Brittany's newly purchased vehicle. What? Yeah. So he wanted to drive it. She was like, uh, nope. I mean, that's her car. She worked so hard for it. She's right. not going to just give the keys to anybody. Well, plus, what kind of relationship could she possibly have had with the man? Who's been in prison for really 12, 12 years. years in prison. Exactly. There was also some contention because, like, Brittany and Crystal would come home with Crystal's baby, baby, five-year-old, and they'd order a pizza or they would bring pizza home and they would eat pizza for dinner. And he'd be pissed off because he was like, I, I wish I could order pizza I wish I, I'm just here eating bologna sandwiches. And Brittany would say, go get, get a, a job. job. And then it was a point of contention. Okay. So they kind of butted heads a little bit, you know, in the house, which made it a little contentious. And also when he came home from prison that second time, um, the two girls, the two ladies had moved into his bedroom. Oh. And he was sleeping on the couch. Oh. Yeah. So he had a real problem with that. He didn't have, he felt like he had been pushed out. But it was the great-grandmother's house. She's the one making the rules. Right. So, whatever. Annie, she knows her deal. And plus, Brittany was helping take care of her 92-year-old great-grandmother and was helping to provide some money for bills. Right. Um, I don't think James was doing any of that. He was just eating some bologna sandwiches and taking up space. <laughs> but could a dad really murder his adult daughter just for being gay? I mean, maybe. Well, the night or a night or two after they were found, there was a vigil held for the two, the, the, um, for the ladies, for the two ladies, because the coworkers at, at Starbucks really wanted to do something to honor yeah. them. They were devastated. And so they held this candlelight vigil, um, for the murdered couple. And the dad was there, but he had, he was very acting a little bit strange, just really strange, was kind he of aggressive. He couldn't afford the coffee. Well, probably my guess is he was walking around mad because he didn't get any pizza. Mm. So, anyway, evidently, yes, a, a father will murder his child just for being gay. Oh no! So when evidence comes back from the scene that's processed out at the abandoned hotel by the dumpster, those white boards with blood on it were actually the blood is Brittany's blood. Uh huh. And her dad um, left a thumbprint on one of those boards. Oh, no. And it turns out when they searched the house that those boards actually were part of a shutter mm. that was missing off the house. And, of course, James was like, I don't know what happened to that shutter. <laughs> I don't know. Now they're trying to figure out, okay, how do we tie James Cosby to the scene of the crime, which is obviously the – they feel like it's the house. Okay. Okay, because they do find in – in his bedroom that she had been sleeping in. Right. They find loads of blood. Oh, no. There's blood spatter everywhere. Oh, no. And there is a huge hunk of carpet missing where <laughs> there was blood, and there's blood seeped into the floor. Like, it's it's not okay. There was How blood on the bed. just one hunk of carpet and not There was try. blood on the bed. There was blood everywhere. He's just not good at cleaning up. No. He didn't I'm going to take this piece of carpet because it's bad. Yeah. 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 I'm going to leave the blood spatter I guess he didn't want to walk through it. Oh, I see. I mean, you know, whatever. He didn't want to walk through it. Now, what they figure out as well as there's not just a shutter missing from the house, but also the day that these two women were killed, 
Crystal's little girl, the five-year-old little girl, was waiting in the car to go get dropped off at school when the attack happened. Mm-mm. She was in the car. Wow. In the flipping car. I watched a child psychologist interview with this little girl. It was amazing. Um, these child psychologists are so amazing at putting these kids at ease. And then the truth just spills out. They just spill out. So the little girl said that she and her mom were waiting for Brittany in the car because they were running late and they needed to get her to school. Right. And they're waiting and waiting. And finally, the mom said, stay here. I'll go get Brittany. Oh. And when her mom goes in, she said, all of a sudden, I heard a pow. Uh-oh. And she said, um, so the child psychologist said, who, who was in the house with you that morning? She called, she called James Brittany's brother. Oh. She got confused a little bit. Right, right. And she was like, well, Brittany's brother was there with us, but I don't know that boy's name. And oh so when the gosh. psychologist said, well, was he big like me or little like you? She's like, oh, he was way tall. Oh. So it was the dad, but he's very young looking. Right. So, and it's probably very confusing because it's not like he and Brittany had a dad daughter right, relationship. Right. I can understand the confusion. So anyway, she said she hears a pal and at some point, she gets dropped off at school. And the only thing I can surmise is that he must have gone and gotten in the car and driven that kid to school and dropped her off. She had a field trip that day. Right. And then went back and took care of the bodies. Oh, my God. So he loaded Probably the bodies. No, it wasn't Annie. No, it was not Annie. She's wheelchair bound. 92-year-old But my Annie. thing is, Annie had to have been in that house when it happened because right. she is literally housebound. But is she able to communicate? She can communicate. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember anybody asking her. I mean, the only thing that she said was, I don't remember them ever really arguing. No, no. You Annie. know, Annie, you know how grandmas are. They just, like, overlook everything. Yeah. Well, and like, she made yeah. them watch in her program on TV and just didn't hear Or her. she could have still been asleep. Or she could it was in the Maybe she couldn't maybe hear well. Yeah. Her, maybe her hearing aid batteries had gone Oh, my God. <laughs> probably so. So, anyway, they... I didn't see anywhere that they interviewed her extensively mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they needed to. No, so, it doesn't sound like they needed her, her statement. No. I put her through it. He went back to dispose of the bodies, but the bodies evidently sat in the back of the Kia for the day, even though he drove it around, because oh. he didn't dispose of the bodies, they don't think, until nighttime when it was nightfall. Oh, right, right. And she was... They were killed in the morning. So they just hung out in the back of the Kia. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Nice. So what probably happened was he was beating the crap out of Brittany. And when Crystal went in to check on it, he must have had a gun and shot her in the head. Jeez. That's the only thing. I mean, she was shot in the temple. So she must have walked in on him. But my thing is, he's beating the hell out of Crystal. Why is, I mean... Brittany, why isn't he just shooting her if he's got a gun? Right. It's rage. It's pure rage. He had a lot of rage problems. Brittany's mother came out and said he did this because she was gay. He didn't like her being gay. He talked about it all the time. And as far as I'm concerned, he's a monster. He should be locked away. I'd like for him to get the chair. I'd like for him to suffer. Oh, okay. Did he? He didn't get the chair. Oh. Anyway, he went and disposed of the bodies that night back out at that dumpster. Um, and then he drove Brittany's car to a remote dump site and um, cleaned out the car. Oh. Like with all their stuff. Like when he's dragging them out, like all their crap is coming out. So there's like a shoe. There's like random, like a comb. There's like random stuff, but it all had come from her car. Right. I mean, he's just an idiot. Sounds just like it. Yeah, he's an idiot. He left the bodies behind, you know, in the trash next to the bin. I guess he couldn't lift them because he's weak. <laughs> I don't know. 
He's got no excuses in my book. So then he drove the Kia back to the mainland and left it in a parking lot across from a strip club and then called for a ride home. Oh. Well, at least he didn't go into the strip club after. Well, we don't know. Oh, right. We don't know. We just know that he called his girlfriend for a ride home from the strip club. <laughs> so he could have gone in and just, like, had a lap dance or two. I don't Maybe. know. But, it, I mean, with what money? The man's only eating bononi sandwiches. Bononi. <laughs> Shit, let me have another drink. It's bononi sandwiches. Bononi sandwiches. <laughs> uh-huh. Is that on white bread? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> He's finally arrested, and two years later, he is he goes to trial where he is convicted of capital double homicide, and he gets life without parole. Oh, good. He's an asshole. He is. And I just can't imagine... I mean, obviously, he didn't have a close relationship with his daughter because he spent all that time, you know, his her formative years, he's spending in jail. Right. So, she's obviously not um, very close to him. And his mother, her mother, had separated from him early in their relationship because he had violent tendencies towards right. women. He's yeah, very aggressive like with women. Right. So, I don't think that Brittany had much of a relationship with him anyway. Right. I'm just sorry that... It was her that and Crystal that lost their life and not him somehow. Right. Because, you know, he would have been the better choice. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. perhaps. Because he just does, doesn't seem like to be a very nice man. Doesn't seem like it. But Mm-mm. he'll have his day with Jesus. And that's he not going to go very day. well for him. I don't think it is. Until then, I encourage anybody that goes to visit him. To take a take bologna pizza. sandwich. Pizza. Oh, he wants yeah. pizza. He was good. He's not going to want the bologna sandwich. Yeah, I want... To take him a bologna sandwich, but eat the pizza as he's eating his bologna sandwich. Oh, no. Just to bring back some I, memories. Don't take anything to him. He can eat whatever they're serving up at ye old prison. Which I think is bologna sandwiches. Bologna sandwiches. <laughs> it's bologna sammies. <laughs> <laughs> it's new on the menu. Yeah, so that is the very tragic case of That's Brittany terrible. Cosby and Crystal Jackson, both 24 years old, on the cusp of their life. And were taken away because they're because Brittany's dad was an asshole. Yeah, sounds like it. Pretty much. And that sucks because she was working so hard to make it. And she really wanted for them to be a family. She wanted to raise that child, the two of them together. And they really were trying to make it you yeah. know, against all odds. Right. God bless them both. Rest in peace. Because... He took them away way too early. What a jerk. Jerk. You big jerk. Yep. Hey, the jerk store called. They're all out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <clears throat> Sorry, I coughed. But it, it, was, it was long overdue. So, I've stuffed the cupcakes. I know. And I some want... of them, it's funny because it's really kind of hard to tell how full it is. <laughs> it When you take the bag and you squeeze the fluff in... The cupcake will actually kind of Expand. bulge a little bit. Yeah. And then sometimes it's Is that like, a bulge in your cupcake or are you just happy to see exactly. me? Exactly. <laughs> so in the picture you might see a couple that are over bulged. But that's everybody's favorite. I know. They, they always don't look they pretty. don't look pretty, but they always go for those first because they know it's got extra cream in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna let them sit for a little bit and then dip them in the ganache. Oh, I can't wait. The Ganesh. The Ganesh. The Ganesh. The Ganesh. And in the meantime, I'll, I'll talk to you about a murder. I I came. I didn't come up with it. You didn't come I up did with this it. murder on your own. Murder. But Wait, can we just pause though? Because I gotta. You gotta. I have the sniffles. Oh right. I you need, need to, to take care of your sinus issue. Yeah, I need to. Please do. I need to. Because it's offensive. D mucus. Oh God. <laughs> Hold on. Lucky me. Yay. Okay, we're back. But first, I just want to say. That the story that I just covered, 
I saw the original story on this show called True Life Crime on MTV that I am completely obsessed with. Mm. The guy on there, the reporter, is Domati, I think is how you say his name. I'm sure I'm screwing it up, so I hope he's not listening. But um, <laughs> I think he is such a badass. And I love the way he covers these stories. Yeah. And I love the stories that he covers. Right. So I just want to say that's where I heard about this. But then I did my own research, you know, on it was more newspaper articles than anything. I couldn't, I found one court document that was an appeal that was denied. I couldn't find obituaries on either one of these girls, which really upset me. I, at first, I wasn't even going to do it because I didn't know enough about, about the victims. And you know how I like to really play up, you know, who those victims were. But right, then, right. I took a nap and woke up and said, is <laughs> that really, is that really fair? Right. Because they don't have an obituary. They don't get their story told. Yeah. If y'all are interested in watching a really good true crime show, that's a good one. True life on crime MTV. on MTV. There mm-hmm. you go. All right. And now it's you. It's all now, you. Yeah. It's all you, Shogun. It's all me. It's all you. Yeah. I did not find mine on a TV show. But as I researched, I did see that there are TV shows that cover this case. I'm sure so there are. So you can do that. I found mine through Murderpedia. Okay. My old friends at Murderpedia. My old friend, Murderpedia. <laughs> this no. happens in Grovetown, Georgia. Grovetown? Grovetown. Does Grover live there? No. Oh, that's just no, weird. Grover I would think that Grover one. would be from Grovetown. No, uh-uh. Damn, damn no Grover. Grover in damn Grovetown. Grover. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> On March 25th, 2009, Kay Parsons gets up, takes her son to school. Her husband, David, is was retired military, and he was working as a contractor mm-hmm. and at a job in California. So he oh. was not home at the time. Gracious. But he called every day at the same time, and they talked. Caught so up they had him. a routine. They had a routine. A schedule. A schedule, As yes. such. So she comes home, and the phone's ringing. And Hello. she goes to reach for the phone, and that's it. And that's She it. never answered. I will say she never answered. Okay. So late that same Seems morning. Seems like it was lights out. Lights out. Night-night. Later that morning... A contractor who had been hired to fix a broken door at their house, at the Parson house. Parsons, their last name is Parsons, so I I don't want to mess that up. Their anyway. last name is Parsons? Parsons. Okay, so it's so the Parsons. Parsons's house. Parsonses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pars- I'm going to get that wrong a Parsonis. lot. Just Parsons. Everybody knows. Is. Prepare yourself. Yeah. For the Parsons's. <laughs> don't ask me to spell Parsonages. that Parsonages. <laughs> No, 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 no. Anyway, a contractor had been scheduled to come and fix a door that was broken. Okay. He gets there and he notices some broken glass around the back door because nobody will answer at the front. Well, and he's like, how many doors do I have to freaking fix around exactly. here? Exactly. What is this door situation? So he's, because nobody's answering and he sees the broken glass, he's like, mm, I'm not going any further. This I'm looks a little to, suspicious. my God, you yawn. I yawn. I'm and so sorry. It's because I'm almost done with my drinky poo. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> are. You really don't space them out well, do you? I don't do good with that. Mm, i got to catch up. I know. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't go to sleep. You stay oh, awake so while I do this. That's, that's so rude. rude. Oh my god! I wasn't raised like that. 
No, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> me too. You can't Supposedly, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh my god! So I'm gonna, gonna have to do your own recording. Wake up, people! I'm awake. My God! Come on! Mm. Wake up! All right. So the contractor calls the police. Oh my goodness! I got um cold tooth. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> the police get there and they go inside the house. And the house looks ransacked. Oh, no. Right. They would think that about my house today if they walked in and it's not. I think there are things like maybe chairs turned over. I'm just saying there could be a chair turned <laughs> over and I just didn't get around to turn it right, over. Right, right. I hear you. Right. There's a significant amount of blood on the floor. Okay, that's where we leave each other. And police, were, they follow the blood trail to the garage where they find a barely breathing Kay Parsons. Parsons. She had been badly beaten. Close to her body, police found a bloodied claw hammer Mm. and a bloodied baseball bat. No way. Kay is rushed to the hospital where she is put on life support. The police call her husband, David, and notify him of what happened. He immediately flies home from California. And on March 26th, Kay Parsons dies from her injuries. Oh, no. I know. Police begin their investigation into this brutal murder. And they feel confident that her husband, David, is innocent because, you know, well, he was it's hard to California. be in California and Georgia at the same time. Oh, Unless a you're a shapeshifter. But, I mean. But worlds apart. Worlds apart. Yeah. So, they're pretty confident he didn't do it. Okay. They also talk to the contractor and they're pretty, pretty certain he was not involved either. Okay. Okay. So, he gets cleared. They process the blood at the scene and they only find Kay's blood. They're not finding anybody else's blood. Dang. Right. That's not good. Usually, you know, you want to find something else. You do want to find something. But they do question the neighbor. Her name is Becky Sears. Sears like Sears and Robot. Oh, Sears. I don't think they're related, though. Oh, too bad. Becky and Kay had been besties for a while. And Becky told police that the morning of the 25th, she had taken her son, Christopher, who was older, to a friend's house. And then come back home, picked up her younger children and taken them to school. And she said that when she got home, her son Christopher had returned and told her that the house had been broken into. So she said her house had also been robbed. <gasps> wow. Oh, my God. What happened? What happened? Well, just tell me. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you. Police question Christopher, and he corroborates. 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 Like corrobas. Corroborates. That's it. <laughs> Corroborates. <laughs> <laughs> he agrees. Exactly. <laughs> they do check the home for signs of a burglary and they find some blood. They send that blood out for proce- processing. Processing. Oh my God. Um, I mean, did you, you didn't even finish your oh drink. God, Mine is gone. Up it's that bourbon. I'm oh, telling you, God. it lit us up. Ooh, that's why it's a winter drink. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, they send that blood out for processing and continue to investigate the murder. But something about Becky and Christopher's story didn't really add up for them, mainly because there was nothing actually stolen from their house. Oh. Right. So they start asking around about the relationship between Becky and Kay. But turns out they were not besties. Oh, no. They hadn't been besties for a while. They had been. Becky told a white lie. They have been besties for a while. But there was a falling out. There was a falling out. Yes, there was a falling out. Let me tell you what happened. I have a feeling I know. I'm just not going to say it. 
Okay. Because I think that my version is more like a lifetime movie version. Oh, I think Yours you're right be on track, though, oh, because shoot. Becky and David had been having an affair. Okay, that's not where I was going. Oh, what were you going to say? I was thinking that Kay and Christopher had been having an affair. Gross, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're a dirty bird. Or that Becky suspected that Christopher and... No, Becky mm-hmm. and David were having, had had an affair. It was long over. Yeah, but can you imagine having to live next door to that? Well, not only like that, but they worked in the same office. No. I know. It was bad. That's Poor not K, okay. Right? That's not O.K. Parsons. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kay didn't speak to Becky anymore. Their, I don't blame her. Their relationship is over. So police continue to question Becky and Christopher. Two days after Kay's death, Becky calls 911 report. She'd been shot in the leg by a man demanding money in front of her office. She was taken to the hospital with a non-life-threatening... Life-threatening... She was taken to the hospital. (laughs) Please give your dog drugs. I was going to hope that you would hand that to him, please. Here, Piper. No, No, his not Piper. Did you get it on the carpet? Because he won't come off the carpet. Yes, I got it on the carpet. I know. The floor is lava. Right, right, right. Anyway, police go to the hospital and they interview Becky. And they're like, uh... Something just is really not You know right. what? They said, you're a clown. You're a clown, You're lady. just a clown. You're a clown. It's obvious that her story isn't adding up. And eventually, they take Becky and Christopher to the police station and put them in separate interview rooms. For Good. Questioning. Right. And she even said, we're going to be questioned together, right? And I said, no. you got to no. keep them separated. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, they have... Blood from Becky's house, among what looks to be a staged burglary. They know that Becky and Kay were at odds, and they suspect that Becky had been involved in a staged robbery. Hmm. They think this robbery was a fake. They've investigated Christopher's story and found that he didn't go to his friend's house like he said. Christopher. And they issued a search warrant and searched Christopher's house in his truck, and they found blood on the driver's side door of the truck and inside the truck. When all the blood samples come back, none of the blood belongs to Christopher or to Becky. Oh. The blood found at Becky's house and in and on Christopher's truck belonged to Kay. What the heck? They're just throwing her blood all over Everybody, the place. They're just, they're just putting it in They're just like sloshing like, it. Pick up a Clorox wipe for God's sake. I know, but God. <laughs> cheap card table. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. She says that when she got home from dropping her kids off at school, she found Christopher in her house with blood on him. And when she asked what happened, he said, I beat the F out of her. He didn't say F. He used the whole word, but I can't because Mama's listening. Mama. (laughs) (laughs) You're cut off. Oh, well, there's nothing to cut off. There's nothing left in my drink. Stop sucking on the ice. Oh, that's probably the problem. Yeah. According to reports, an informant told police that he had been approached by Becky and asked if he could make someone disappear. 
She wanted to get rid of Kay so she and David could be together. Oh my God! What a what a clown! She's a clown. She's she about a clown. And David is not involved in this at all. He's like, lady, I'm back with my wife. I made a bad, a fatal yeah. mistake. Listen, I boinked you. I'm over it, That's, and now I'm yeah. back with my wife. So was, get get to getting get on down the road. Drinking hard that day. I don't know. Just, yeah, yeah. Move on, lady. He, she must have seduced him. Seduced. 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 Seduction. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been some seduction. Oh, gosh. Eventually, Becky tells police what really happened. Oh. She finally comes clean. Between her story and what the police have figured out, this is what happened. Okay. Christopher had come to, to Becky's house, and he hid in his mama's bedroom so no one else in the house would see that he was there. Okay. Right? Because you want to keep the innocent innocent. Wait, what do you mean he came to his mama's house? Wasn't he living there? No, he lived somewhere different. He was older. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You failed like, to mention this. Well, when I said he went home, oh, yeah, no, I hadn't gotten there. <laughs> Ever. Okay, I mean, fine. Listen, drunk lady. I know. You're going to pick on that one, one detail. One detail, and that's going to drive me insane. Oh, yeah. So, okay. You keep to me. Bagah. <laughs> when she left... He went out and waited for Kay to leave because he knew Kay would leave to take her kids to school. When she was gone, he used a hammer and broke into Kay's house, mm-hmm. the Parsons' house. Parsons's. Once he got inside, he staged the house to look like it had been burglarized. I wrote it had been burglary. It had, burglaried. It burglaried. They burglaried it. He waited for Kay to come back home, and when she walked in, Christopher snuck up on her and began <gasps> hitting her with a hammer. That's so mean. Kay managed to run into the garage, but Christopher caught up with her. He continued to hit her with the hammer, but there was so much blood, the hammer slipped out of Ew. his hand. There was, however, a baseball bat in close proximity, oh, so he God. picked that up and See, guys. Don't leave your baseball bats just out in the open in the garage. Don't well, you, do it. Me, don't do it. I know, but most people... Put them in a closet. Yeah. Don't make them accessible. No, don't do it. No. Same with your tools, fellas. Your tools. Oh, Put up, your, tools your tools away. Um, he left the Parsons' house mm, and went, went to his house. Mm-hmm. Not his mama's house, but his uh, house. Him's house. Yes. And then he called his mama and said, come pick me up. So she said, I went and picked him up. And when he got in the car, there was blood on his face. And he said, I took care of everything. <gasps> then he also had blood on his clothes, of course. So he changes his clothes while he's still in her car. In her car? Out. I mean, I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. These two are clowns. Because the heat was on them. They thought they were going to try. I thought you meant the heat was on. <laughs> the heat was on in the car. <laughs> no. The heat. The heat. You know, the popo. Yes, the popo. They were on him, on them, questioning, snooping around. So they were like, oh, we're going to throw him off, and we're going to stage this robbery. We yeah. just need a witness. So Get a witness. Becky called a friend as she's leaving work, oh. and then Christopher comes up to rob her. Yeah. And in all of the hoopty-ha of him pretending to rob her, he accidentally pulled the trigger on the gun <laughs> and shot his mama in the leg. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Mama. These two are really clowns. <laughs> they are clowns. They're dumb. Right? <sighs> Evidently, Becky had been encouraging Christopher for months to make Kay disappear. She really, like, laid it on thick, and he and his mom were really close. Well, evidently, because she's pretty much saying, I want to go boink this man, and I need you to get rid right. he of... Just, she kept saying everything's going to be so much better if David was with us and not with her, and 
just planting the seed and then helping it grow, I think. I think it was poison ivy. Whatever. Becky and Christopher were both charged with burglary, armed robbery, malice murder, and felony murder. Nice. I like it. Yeah. But the felony murder, you know what that means. The death penalty. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. As with a lot of cases, however, there was a plea agreement. Uh. I know. So no more death penalty. That makes me mad. Both of these idiots pled guilty to avoid the death penalty. They were both given life with no parole for murder. Okay. 20 years for burglary. Okay. And life for armed robbery to be served consecutively. That's the kind of judge I love. That's the good That's kind. That's the kind of judge I love. That's the really good kind I of judge. Like yes. I like them. I like them judges. They should teach classes yes. to the other judges. Yes. Wow. Yes. We want you to do life and then you're going to stay for another 20. Oh, and then you got to stay for life again. Yeah. After you die, you got to come back for 20. And then after 20, you got to do another life. Right. This is one of those, your dead body is going to be propped up in our jail for a long, long time. Rotting. In the dead body room. In the dead body rotting room. Mm Mm-hmm. Dead body Roddy. Yeah. So that is the sad, sad Aww. story of Kay Parsons. So did Kay... End. So Kay had kids. Kay had one child, a son. Oh, it's just ridiculous. I know. And then her poor husband who just, you know, he accidentally let that zipper fall one time and then he invited evil into their home. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I don't... Did you ever see Fatal Attraction? It, you know. That's true. This seems like that. that's what it was, but there was no bunny. Well, we don't really know. But no, there was a K. Right. Yeah. They killed the K. They did kill her. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Well, that was very sad. R.I.P. 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 K. <laughs> Parsons. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, guys, this has been a shit show. A shit? Really? <laughs> I feel like this has been a shit show. Very, very <laughs> this has been kind of a shit show. I have so. cupcakes and stuff. I do like cream the smell of them cupcakes. And chocolate. And you're not getting a damn one. I am getting a one. it. A shit show. I feel like it's been a shit show. Why? Because you're drunk? Because I'm drunk. <laughs> I am drunk. Right. I'm as drunk as a drunk. Right. You are drunk as a drunk. <laughs> so, I don't know how you're getting home, but I I think your husband's going to have to escort you. I think you. my husband's going to have to come get me and escort me downstairs. <laughs> she can barely keep her eyes open. I am having a real hard time, guys. It's crazy. But it's okay. We love the shit out of y'all. We do. We love you. We have social media. We do. We are on Instagram. It's really the only place you should come see us. You can come to the Facebook page, and that I is mean, a lot of fun. It is. It is a lot of fun. I like the fan page because I'm. I like I, the fan page. I let you do the Instagram because we can't both do it. No, we can't. So I don't get to visit with people on the Insta. That's true. So come to the fan because I come like to, to the see fan too. page and come to the Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, it's at Sugarcoated Murder. Very easy to find. And on the flip side, on the Facebook fan page, it's Sugarcoated Murder. <laughs> Sugarcoated Murder. Podcast, podcast fan, fan page group. It's group, a group. Whatever. It's a group. Join yeah. it. We'll, we'll like Join you. it. We let everybody in because we... Unless you're my mortal enemy and then go fuck yourself. <gasps> oh, no, mama. That was Ann Varner. Karen said that. That was Ann Varner. Karen, you stop that cussing. You know that I didn't say that because <clears throat> I said the whole word. Trout? Trout's on my nerves, too. He's yeah. a shit show. Sorry, mama. It slips out sometimes when I drink. 
Well, and also, if you're our mortal enemy, you're not listening to us anyway, so we don't give a shit. Oh, my God, that's true. So. Send us okay. an email. We love email. Please, because we just got email from Lauren, and that was so much fun yes. because she was telling us about how she listened to the Ted Binion case, which is a case that she had sent to us to do. Right. And she said it was so much fun to listen to. It was. And I think she's coming to Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, because that's what we do. We invite people to Thanksgiving. Yeah, we do. It looks like she's coming. So, but we, we love, hey, that's oh, enough. You're coming to Thanksgiving too, buddy. Yeah, Don't but worry. he's going to be the butterball turkey. Oh, Lord. Oh, our email address is oh, yeah. murder.sugarcoated. At gmail.com. You're such a witch. I know. Oh, speaking of witches, if you've got any suggestions for our upcoming Octoboo series. Yeah, Octoboo is coming up soon. Ghost stories. And we go to locations go to that scare the pants places. off of us. Spooky places. Oh, in the day. That we yeah, go we only go in the day. Don't be ridiculous. We're not going at night. No, God, Don't no. be silly. We're not. No, because somebody said something about going to the Yorktown. I'm not going there even during the day. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that I can do that. I'm not sure I can stay in the parking lot no. without being scared. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, that's a that's a no go for us. Well, so. pick something different. Yeah, but pick something different. Don't send us into another crypt. That was terrifying. Oh, that was time. horrifying. But we did it. We did it. We did it. We got. But then we one. had to re-record the episode because of all we had the ghosts that car. came through. Right <laughs> on the recording. Oh my gosh! Yes, we so have suggestions. We hope y'all are having a good life. Have good. <laughs> Life is happy. We, we, we want you to be happy and healthy. and We have a lot of things going on. We have so much going on. We have a lot of projects coming up. I got to tell you, the Kill of Vanilla is almost ready. Oh, yeah. It's We've almost. got like maybe a month left. I've been shaking the sugar, sugar out of it. it. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have um, a small batch that will be available. We'll let you know when it goes on sale. We're going to take pre-orders for it because it's not going to last long. No, no, it won't. But it will be ready um, by the holidays. Yes. So you can either gift it to yourself or to another person yeah. or just do some holiday multiple baking. Multiple people. Or multiple people. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fun. And we just we have a lot of fun things going on behind the scenes. So we'll keep you posted yes. when we're allowed. Right exactly. Now. You're going to want to know about it, though. It's very exciting. Right now, we're unable to disclose. Oh, my God, because we're so important. <laughs> no, no, we're not. And as you can tell, I've rested my voice quite well. And it hasn't helped. It has not helped. No. So, back to the drawing board. Whatever. All right, guys, stay sweet. Yes, and don't murder. If you kill people, we will talk about you. But we love you. Goodbye. Bye now. This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. A deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.